on the advice of their lawyers and also their doctors. Off the Perch podcast would like to inform all listeners that the opinions expressed in these recordings are solely personal and do not reflect the views of any organizations they are associated with. As such, if you are offended by any content herein, please contact Off the Perch directly and they will be addressed live on the next show. Welcome back to episode 76. See, when you record twice in like four days. It's fresh in your mind. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, We are back with another episode of Off the Perch. It's Steve. It's Chris. Pat. Uh, No no special guests this week. Sorry. So I expect expect this is the point where like listenership drops. Like (laughs) all the way just like. Everyone stops listening 42 seconds in. <laughs> uh, no, uh, so we're back. Um, we are continuing our winning ways and beating undefeated teams. Yeah, back-to-back um, wins against undefeated teams. Apparently, we again extended our streak of best home performance at any stadium since 2010. Uh, we have the best record, most points earned at home since RBA opened. So that's kind of cool. Um, but it's been uh, nice in the last few years, but I'm glad that we're, we're returning to, I mean, yeah. it's early days still, but we're still, we're returning to just what it used to be called the fortress. It still is a fortress, but yeah. it, it lost a little bit of that, that like power in the last year or two. Yeah. Would you be shocked if I told you that we have the second most wins all time in Major League Soccer? That wouldn't surprise. Wait, in the if if if, mm, sorry, go ahead. No, like in history, the entire history in the last ten years. In the entire history of MLS, second most wins. That would surprise. Yeah, Uh, it's like three twenty-five. I don't know if that's completely up to date, if that includes this year, but at least coming into this year, it was 325. And LA was around like 350. Um, yeah. Oh, that makes sense. But yeah. Oh, more wins than DC? Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like nine or 10 more wins than them. Ever. I'm surprised it's only nine or 10 because they've been, I, I suppose the Metro Stars had many a garbage season, but DC yeah. has been diabolical for the last decade. Oh, yeah. With the, with the odd playoff team in there. Yeah. Um, they've been more mediocre across many years as opposed to like most of the times our years are like in a vacuum bad yeah yeah I mean we 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 are very dialectical we come in and go in eras um, yeah DC has DC has had exactly two eras it was first one when they were good and then the second and, one when when they, yeah. when they were not and then ben <laughs> that's it <laughs> right yeah right it was it was when they were good and then it was when there were more than three teams in the league so yeah so that i mean nothing in mls counts until like maybe 2001 um yeah basically i mean armas featured in like multiple mls cups before that seriously so chicago can have their their mls cup and 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 supporter shield i suppose um but uh for the most part nothing especially mainly nothing that dc did counts back then because there were no teams in the league those were all fake seasons and like and like half of them were just owned by the same group so uh yeah it, it, it was it, it truly was the case of like on shoots like like playing with its own toys on shoots versus hunt but just like 
different clubs and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Uh, yeah, that was a, that was a good little little uh, weird offshoot there. Right. But, right. <laughs> no, Sorry. No. Back no. On track. no. No. I. Uh, <laughs> hey, that's what the people pay us for. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. What? You didn't. Chris, yeah. have you have you not gotten your RBNY podcast Super League check in the mail? No. Oh, dude. All right. We'll uh we'll have to figure what that out. The fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I'll dude. get to Mark Fishkin on that one. Yeah. <laughs> um the boss. <laughs> anyway, we uh we won the game 2-0 on Friday. Mm-hmm. So it was that was a dominant performance. Um yeah that was i can't remember the last time we were up and late in the game still pressing like that mm-hmm. yeah no it was it was a very very decisive two nothing one yeah that was like shades of like beginning of 2018 for me right yeah totally um like we're up four nothing and no no we want five like no no, no mercy a kind of similar i mean not totally, but in the sense that we were missing players. I, the first place my mind kind of went to was that Atlanta game where we were missing Adams and Wright Phillips and still absolutely played them off the park. And I'm right, the hunt, yeah. Like, yeah, with, 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 I mean, I know that was second half of the season, but like with, uh, yeah, missing, missing some pretty important players on Friday, uh, namely Long and, kind of having still not really an idea of what the back line supposed to look like going forward. And I mean, aside from the goal that they had uh, disallowed for offside, um, which would have been totally against the run of play anyway, but like, aside from that, I can't really think of any time that, that we were threatened. I, so, right, I, I guess they had had the free kick that hit the crossbar or I something think, like that. Yeah. Am no. I thinking of another game? No, no, no that no, happened. No, that did happen. Okay. That did okay. happen. You know, but yeah, like it for like you said, for the most part, it was just all us throughout the entire yeah. game. And never, I never at any point during the game, even with the one off the post, like I never felt threatened or or afraid or worried at any yeah. point. Where it, it's to to a degree where it just felt like we just had the ball on their side of the field for like yeah 85 percent of the game. You're supposed to say never in doubt when you when you win a game. It, like the worst one nil and that like the kind of one nils that we had under armis where it was like you score kind of a free goal and then you're just getting battered for the next 75 minutes yeah um but but this actually was a case of never in doubt um yeah. and I, I remember thinking when when the the would have been equalizer went in um that was called for offside um when when they scored that i was thinking like th- like sort of this can't be happening because th- this is not a one one game it, w- it would have been it would have been totally against the run of play and uh, pretty harsh on the way that we'd played because I thought we were excellent. Yeah. Yeah, there, there was one point during the game. Uh, I spent the second half sitting in 106 mm-hmm. with uh, with Gary Hampson, Gavin, and uh, for the better part of the last 15, 20 minutes, uh, Sean Francis and his son um, and, and Andrew Hampson. Hi, Andrew. Um, but... Uh, the play when uh Caden Clark like bodied Dax for the ball. Yeah. Near the corner flag. Like that that got everybody in that section pumped up. 
Mm-hmm. Like they were so excited by that. Just, I mean, obviously like not that, oh yeah, fuck Dax, but like, holy shit. Like, did you see what just happened? Uh, it was nice to see the team playing like that. Like not, yeah. not taking the foot off the ga- off the, the gas pedal. That was great. Yeah. There, there was a Ben Cork tweet that said it was something along the lines of, of how that was representative of really a, a changing of the guard um, that's going on under the Struber era. Uh, the fact, I mean, again, not in a like fuck Dax sort of way, but the fact that it was him of all people. Um, yeah, kind of, kind of emblematic of how like anything that happened in the past is completely irrelevant. Uh, and and uh, the, the powers that be right now are are completely on the right track and moving forward. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and Nashville looked tactically sound for the most part. I just think we just matched the way we came out, just matched against them extremely well, even despite the fact that we had Edwards playing essentially as the six um, and had Reyes out there to, to kind of uh, redeem himself after, after getting red card against New England. Like he, everyone, I can't point to one player and say, oh, this, this was a mistake by them or mm-hmm. like everyone had a complete performance on the day. Like Edwards yeah, looked a little, a little awkward, but like, it's, but it's, it's to be expected when you're just like thrown into a position that you're not used to. Yeah. Um, what, <laughs> sorry. I'm just reading something. <laughs> no, no. So no, but so let's go over right into the game. So um, like you said, we dominated for the, for, for the majority of the game. The first half was when we saw the, uh, the glory that was the uh, the Fabio goal um, in the 37th minute um, off the free kick from Nilas, um, Klamala just teeing it up for for Fabio to just knock it in. It was um, a Shaolin soccer. Shaolin soccer. It was no, no. <laughs> it was an amazing goal. Like it, I, I, I <laughs> I'm not kidding. When I like watch it, I just was like, yeah, that's that's a nice goal. That's that's let's watch that again. Like people jo- were joking about it, but like that was a really impressive goal, and and it was a great to see it like open his his scoring campaign. Um, yeah, everything about that just wasn't, was incredible. I can't get over the assist. Like, I mean, it's, it was one of the things where, cause obviously sort of from our perspective, we, we couldn't really see what had happened. Um, as, especially the, the lead up to, to the goal and like watching the replay where, uh, Klimala sort of contorts his body in a very, very, uh, like almost uncomfortable to look at way to, to hook the ball to Fabio. It was, just a thing of beauty. Um, uh, I mean, and uh, we'd been kind of uh, ruminating about what the the partnership between the two of them might look like. And certainly if if that's what it's going to be like, I'm so excited. Already was excited, but like even more excited now if, if we're going to get not only goals, but like goals that are going to make, like like even force like SportsCenter to talk about them. Right, right. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> If it wasn't for that that goal from uh, from what's his name from Philly Gressness, um, that probably would have been goal of the week. Yeah, which which is disappointing because that that goal from him was was nice. Um, so yeah, I mean that ha- that the goal happened and then we just kind of went back to just dominating the field. Except for, I think that I think the the shot off the post from Nashville came in the first half. Um, but that was basically the, the only. Oh no, sorry, that was in the second half. Yeah, there was one little burst in the second in the first half that they had, but it really didn't amount to anything. 
Um, we went into the to the half up, and then the rest of the game is just us further dominating them. Uh, there's not like it, there's nothing major to point to because it just felt like a very systematic dismantling. And then in the 56 minute, um, the, uh, the shot from from the goal from Duncan, I was shocked. Like I when when he when he hit it, I was just like. Is that, is that like going to somebody? Is that on the trajectory? And then like when it went in, I was like, oh, oh, oh okay. Um, and I was, I was shocked when it, when it happened, to be honest with you. The, the fantastic thing about this goal is that like, and not just me, but like other people have sort of lamented how when he plays on the right, which he should, if he's going to play, but like he still has this, this kind of idiotic tendency to drift <laughs> inside and into it like in towards the top of the box yeah. as though he's Aryan robin or something um <laughs> and it's well noted on this show that i don't particularly like attacking fullbacks in general but like um yeah it's, it's one of the ones like i saw him cutting in and just kind of rolled my eyes like not this not this again and <laughs> and and ne next thing we know we're, we're you know balls found its way into the bottom corner and it was a really nice strike because like I, I love the ones from distance that like that have the top spin on it and kind of uh gradually continue rising even though it it, it didn't get that far off the ground it was still yeah. really really like aesthetically pleasing of a strike yeah yeah just enough speed to like throw off the the uh willis um for him to like just hesitate enough to for him to to miss the dive and miss the the block yeah, I mean, it, it, it was strange how much pace there was on it. Like, it didn't look like I mean, no, he no. didn't really wallop it, but at the, at the same time, yeah, like just hit it so cleanly. Um, uh, didn't really need to. What are you gonna say? I, I love when we get to play Willis. Like, so much fun. <laughs> so much fun. It's like it's like getting getting to play Josh Saunders. Like, oh, I, I that, that's harsh on Willis. That I was gonna say that's very harsh. <laughs> Josh Saunders was something else. Oh, Josh Saunders. Um, no, but yeah, they, so that was, we scored the second goal. I mean, really nothing much else happened. I don't remember of another close chance. Were there any close chances like in the, in the last like 15, 20 minutes? Or was it another one of those like 15, 20 minute like, like stances where we just control the ball and basically just choke out the game? I... I, I... So I haven't gone back and rewatched it, but the the latter kind of seems more accurate, right? I don't, yeah. I don't remember us really peppering the goal. It was more of just a case of keeping the ball in, in, in uh, on their side of the field, knowing that like, like if if we lose it, um, we still have sort of the the numerical advantage and you know the 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 a back line that's quick enough to deal with balls over the top that it shouldn't be too much of a problem. Um, I mean, right. It was it, so like th this is this is if you're going to only win two nil, this is and, and not create too many chances. This is sort of the way to do it, because right. even it was one of the games where like even though we did we, we only scored twice and like didn't I weren't forcing Willis to stand on his head to do damage limitation at the same time, like there was a sense that the ball was always in a dangerous position, mm -hmm. like like um, uh, we, we were always in in places where maybe not not creating chances directly, but like the forwards were always getting wide and you, you'd always see at least two, two maybe three midfielders making late runs into the box. Um, th there was always a danger that we might score. 
and, and, and again, like Nashville, I'm just now thinking of the third chance where Coronel had to make, you know, quite a, quite a decent one-on-one -on -one save. Um, but aside from that, the offside goal and the crossbar, which I think he would have had covered anyway, um, had it been on target. Yeah, I mean, really, the, Nashville didn't do a whole lot to, to threaten the lead. So there was really no, no reason to, uh, to, to, to go for the jugular. Right. Um, the only other thing before we go into three stars I want to point out is that um, despite the fact that, that people would, I, I guess some people would say that Clark had a quiet game, but, in, but I would say that he had a very impactful game mm -hmm. in, in midfield. Um, I mean, he got the assist on the second goal. Um, and I, I think he, he kind of found a new dimension to his game where he just, he was running around midfield, making plays, like you mentioned, the, the, the one Dax play. Um, I, I thought he had a very good performance out there, not looking for, for the, the, uh, the volley goal, but just playing um, very, very well in midfield. I thought, I thought he had a really good performance. Yeah, yeah I mean that. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I felt like everybody played pretty well. Oh, yeah, you know, everyone, everyone um, did for sure. Um, I, I was impressed with uh, with Tom Edwards playing in a position he's never played in professionally before. Um, that was, I, th I thought he did well. Yeah. I know he, I know he was very much of the mind. Uh, you know, his comments after the game were, you know, oh, I hope I could play better there. Well, I thought you played good enough. Like I didn't think you did anything that was poor. No, like that, no. that, that could have cost us at any point. So right. hey, if, it was if unremarkable, which yeah, which if, is perfectly fine. Yeah. If, unremarkable if, in the best way possible. Yeah. Yeah. If Caceres is gonna, you know, be out on international duty and DR is gonna continue to be like lost <laughs> on like in in the beyond section of bed bath and beyond then you know this this could work but you know who knows yeah yeah i i think to briefly um turn back to uh, the stuff about Braden is that like I, I there was there was a point particularly last season like the first couple of games this year where it, i mean I, and i used i i joked that like he he can't keep getting away with this of sort of yeah making great performances via one outrageous goal and then otherwise being fairly anonymous. Right. And I think, I think the fact that we haven't had a screamer in, in uh, quite a few games, but at the same time have seen like a much more defensively astute uh, player and one who, yeah, was much more influential in the link up play. Um, it it speaks volumes not only about his immense talent but also yeah about the way that the team is gradually improving um and how this is this is really just um you know we're we're counting down the days for this to be a real juggernaut i think yeah. um provided that you know everything kind of stays the course uh even with the odd injury trouble right um but he was yeah i mean i i, I totally agree chris that like um this was one of his more impactful games, despite not getting on the score sheet. Cause the, like, you know, whether, whether, whether he scores or not is fairly irrelevant. Um, it's, it's more about, you know, being, 
being uh, a vital cog in, in a machine that just creates chances. Yeah, for sure. All right, um, let's get into three stars. Uh, who wants to kick us off? I'll, I'll go first. Uh, I, gave, I gave my third star to Tolkien. I thought he had another great performance. And and again, with Gutman out, um, you know, the, the comments from Struber that they don't want to rush him because of how long the season is and the feeling that Tolkien can play that position and play it well. Um, I'm really happy with his performance and, and how he's playing. And I know he's getting a lot of flack for his hair, but like, <laughs> Fuck it. Like, you do you. That's That mullet is like Aaron Long's like mullet evolution. Well, did you see Aaron Long is now Stan? He's now Eminem. Oh, did he bleach his hair? Oh, yes, yeah. I did see that. Yes, you're he, right. was, he was like on crutches on the, on the walk around, like on yeah. the track. Uh, second star, I gave to Fabio for that ridiculous goal mm. because like that was just insane and first star i gave to duncan because he finally proved he can do something with his left foot so <laughs> good for him all right pat you want to go uh sure so i i gave i gave my third star um to klimala mainly for the assists but again especially in the first half i just thought he did an excellent job getting himself into wide positions and and creating a lot of danger uh again I, I still think we're at the stage where like we we have to do a better job at putting at, at like trans uh, you know transforming dangerous attacking positions into actual chance creation mm. but i think the form like like the formula is there um and it it, it just it, it's again it's a matter of time and i think that like he's going to be a vital piece for that and kind of proved it uh on friday uh second star i'm going going to give it to Brayden just because again like I think he's really stepped into this role as like the you know the the the, the attacking mid midfielder through which all things must go right. um and sometimes uh through which things must end as well because <laughs> of you know well in in the sense that he makes these these very smart late darting runs into the box um mm -hmm. and is often just quicker than than other players including opposing defenders uh to, to get on the end of of the ball but i mean again was more about the how, how impressed i am that you know he's he's become quite quite good defensively as well yeah in a way that i didn't think he would be and showed that a lot on friday uh major, and then yeah for, it was a major sorry, growth but, game for him yeah 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 this and the orlando game i thought were immense um and then yeah first star has to go to fabio for uh, a fucking highlight real goal like uh i mean that was if you had to do a pushkosh award like a generational pushkosh award for like the best goal of the last like 15 years it would be that one because i don't i don't think there's ever been a better goal scored maybe in the history of soccer <laughs> <laughs> no it was quite good what's so funny nothing nothing, nothing. nothing. we're just laughing in agreement okay uh, okay <laughs> um yeah, my third star is going to go to uh, Clark um, based on, on what you said, Pat. It's just, yeah, no, it, it, it just felt like a very complete game from him to the point, like, it, it, it feel like he, like, almost, like, leveled up, like, to put in, like, stupid video game terms, where it just, he felt more complete. He wasn't trying to go for, for the nice goal. He was just 
served he just had a role in the game and he just stuck to it and performed it to, to near near perfection or, or to a very high level um so i'm going to give that to him um my second star is going to go to duncan um he the goal yes but but in terms of him just having um a very uh frustration free game um there was not as many of those moments where he still had one or two but they weren't to the degree of of some of his earlier mistakes um and i think he's 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 getting more comfortable um in that position um so i i have to i'm, I'm gonna credit him for that and then yeah my first star is going to fabio that goal was was sublime and, and and to go to what you said about him and Clamala, like that was an assist from Clamala to fabio and fabio the pat is is i think still in the is he still in the top no he's not on top of the charts for assist now but just this notion this this idea that that these two guys that can generate these sorts of assists um but they can also be just like score goals and they're your tandem up front is I, I I can't wait to see more more games with them paired up up front. I think just briefly, like in the early games of the season where we saw Fabio doing a lot of the wide work. Yeah. And then it would either be like Barlow or White, yeah. who again, not to not to beat him up too much, but like just like fundamentally didn't get what they were supposed to do as strikers and right. um actually be playing as like essentially essentially like wingers high up the field. Um, now that you have, now that you have two who are on the same page and there will always be one playing out wide in this case was Klimala and then the other striker making the, the, uh, the run into the box. Like, I, I think, I think that, yeah, we, we, we could be in for a lot more of these, hopefully even better ones, uh, to, you know, to, uh, beat these, this one to the, the generational Pushkash award. Of course. No, yeah, it just adds to the to the like how dynamic the team is when you just have to worry about who, okay, who's the guy we have to worry about that's going to generate assists for the other guy, and they can change it. I mean, I would hope uh, not on a whim, but but if, if they need a change, just because they see something that they can take advantage of, hopefully they can kind of just adjust accordingly. Um, yeah, no, I I can't I, I can't wait to see more games from them. It's it's sort of like having two Wesley Snyder's at. <laughs> uh, up top except they're wesley snyders who are six feet tall and like yes. physical monsters <laughs> who can finish really well so everything that he wasn't but then right. also also like the like i mean because it obviously is not a traditional number 10 anything like it but that's kind of the role that they're going to be expected to do yeah. um in a very abstract way yeah yeah uh, anything before we move on? Um, there, there wasn't really any news. We're just going to jump right into the, the, the two games that are coming up uh, tomorrow and uh, is it Sunday? I, I no. Yeah. Sunday. Sunday. So anything on Nashville before we move on? No. No. Uh, only one. I'll, I have one thing. I just want I want to give credit to to uh, Yearwood and to uh, Wiki Wiki Carmona. Um, for coming in. I think Yearwood had another good uh, appearance as a sub, um, and Carmona also did. Uh, he, there was a little he, – he's still, he's still young, and he, he still looks like he's still adjusting, but there, there was still – like you can see there's flashes of, of, of potential um, from him, so I just wanted to, to point that out. 
Um, so yeah, that was Nashville. I, I just want to say that I did predict the score and I did predict the fire was going to score a serious goal. So uh, yeah, my confidence is at all time highs right now. <laughs> uh, so yeah, there wasn't any news this week. I mean, again, we vote, we were just three, four days out from, from the last game, but, but um, nothing really to report um, on the news front, no player transfers, nothing. Um, so I mean, we're just going to jump right into to the next game, which is ah shit, <laughs> just another another visit to fucking uh, Gillette to to Foxborough for some reason. We having when's the last time we played them? What less like than a month ago? Four days ago. <laughs> four days. Ago. <laughs> feels, feels like it. <laughs> okay, so all right, yeah. So it, it's it's why I, I don't understand. Yeah, we played them on May twenty third. It's been a month. Uh, and we're going up there again. Uh, fix these unbalanced schedules, please. Um, so yeah, uh, tomorrow night, tonight, by the time you hear this, uh, we're playing New England. Uh, they are uh, still, uh, they're still a soccer team. They're a pretty good soccer team. Yeah, uh, they're decent. They're decent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, definitely seem better. <laughs> uh, they are currently uh, first place in the East. I think they might even be first place in the, no, no, sorry. Seattle's first place in the league. Uh, they, yeah. Uh, they uh, six wins, two draws, one loss. Uh, their last game was a two-three win. A two-three win, <laughs> a two, three win um, at our at RBA uh, against uh, Road to Fold FC. Um, and uh, yeah, we're going up there again, and it's our you know our first game of essentially two two games in a in a week. It's three games in ten days. Um, so, what are your guys' thoughts for? Uh, New England. I would be happy with a draw. <laughs> I it it like it sucks one that we're playing them again in such short amount of time, and then it, it sucks that we're playing them in a very congested schedule. Um, so yeah, I, I'm right there with you that I'd love to see a draw given given how we, we performed against them last time. I'd like to see us improve from that. <laughs> I'd like to see one less red. Uh, if possible, right? I mean, I, I thought that first, you know, 25, 30 minutes, we played great. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think if we can have an, you know, extend that performance, uh, we, maybe we, we can pull out a result. Maybe we could sneak one out. Um, but I don't, I, I'm not overly confident. I would be pleasantly surprised though. Okay. Yeah, I mean, they're sort of, we talked at the beginning of this season about how there aren't really any projects going on around the league, um, save for, you know, two or three that have been known of for some time. And I, I suppose they're one of them, I mean, in the sense that it's a Bruce Arena team that's going to be as solid as you'd expect um, yeah. a, a, a Bruce Arena team with the right pieces to be. Um, but yeah, like... I. I think I think our ceiling is is much higher than where we've where we've been demonstrating, um, and uh, yeah, I mean I'm sort of in the same frame of mind that it's it's simply too early to expect expect a result um, from from yeah from from the game tomorrow night or tonight, uh, and yeah I, I would be very happy with a draw. Um, but also kind of knowing that, yeah, as Steve said, like first 30 minutes, we, we were much, 
much the better team uh, in a month ago. And that yeah. if we can stay more disciplined, both in terms of uh, not picking up silly bookings, but also sort of, uh, I mean, tactically disciplined, um, that we are good enough to, to beat them. Because I think we have a, a very good squad. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think Struber is gonna gonna look at the tape from last game, um, make make adjustments. It, I just worry about the scoring threats they have, like Gil, Bo, Buxa. Like they're all they're all the, kind of unique in, in how they can how can they can excuse me how they can attack you. Um, and then it also comes down to how we're gonna manage. Um, our lineup for a game tomorrow and then a game four days later. Um, what what sacrifices we're going to make? What are we if we're going to focus on one game mm-hmm. or the other? Um, it's kind of tricky when you, to think of what we're going to see out there tomorrow. Like we we might see Royer start tomorrow alongside Fabio again. Like it's there's there's a lot in the air when it comes to these sorts of uh, these schedules. Um. I yeah, go ahead. <laughs> right, right. I mean, I, right. I don't, I don't really have much to add. So I, like, it, it, it's because it's like that. And then you're thinking of the Orlando game, which is possibly even tougher. I mean, I know they're either in the process or the game's already ended. Um, taking apart a pretty, pretty poor San Jose team. Um, like, they look quite good. And uh, yeah. I, I do think there's enough time in between that like you should be able to play a full lineup for, for both games. Um, but yeah, there might have to be some, some sacrifices made in terms of minutes uh, and in terms of substitutions that are made. Yeah. Like I think we'll, be especially at, since, yeah, we are missing players as well. Yeah. Like I think um, we'll be at full strength by the time. Much room. I think we'll be at full strength by the time we get to Orlando in, in yeah. the following weekend. Um, I, I just, I, I, I think we just try to play the game to, to what Steve said, just try to play it to get out of there with a the result. If we can get a point mm-hmm. out, of, out of that game, wonderful. They're the first place team in the, in, in the East. Um, we probably have, we play them again um, at home. No, we have to play them. Yeah. Yeah. So just getting out of there, draw, figuring out a little bit more about them um, and, and, and just moving on to Atlanta a few days later. Um, yeah, this, this first half of the year is really tough in terms of how front-loaded it is. Like, I, I, <laughs> these next few weeks are just are just tough. And then, like, basically by the time we get to, like, like August and then the rest of the season, it does get a little bit, a little bit more room to breathe and you're, you're, you're not facing, you know, New England and then fucking Orlando the following week and all these tough teams. Um, yeah, I'm gonna say we finished this game one-one. Um, just because I want to hope, I just hope that we can <laughs> get some sort of result there. Um, yeah. I, I was actually thinking in in sort of like earlier today. I was thinking, well, I mean, last year I think it was a Chris Armas team, or maybe maybe it was after Armas, maybe it was a Carnell team that was, still wasn't in great form that went up there and got a one-one draw. So like, provided that. Struber doesn't galaxy brain it and you know we get a little bit of luck there's no reason why why one one isn't a totally uh reasonable result so i'm i'm also going to go with one one yeah i mean he, rosarina has the tone the team 
coached well, but it, I mean, Bergeron is not a god. He, he he's right. He can. I mean, he he is he is the American like like Roy Hodgson. <laughs> um. essentially um yeah i think you know I, I say that as someone who like who does kind of admire both him and, and roy hodgson but yeah steve did you hear that comparison now you're gonna change your prediction i'm, I'm gonna say we're gonna win two to one <laughs> you know I, i'm thinking about it and and yeah we we might have to rotate our schedule our our lineup a bit yeah. but we played friday they played saturday so we do have one extra day of rest on them um and i'm not 100 percent on when they play their next game they play their next game on the 28th so the monday so they oh, play okay. us and then they have another they have five days okay uh, but rest before the next yeah, game. I'm gonna say two one. Okay. Fuck it. Why not? Why not? Not like I'm losing money on this. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> we did, we we. I mean, I mean might lose money if we keep getting our predictions wrong, and then you know yeah. the powers that be. Yeah, they might off the air. Yeah. We're, we're lucky. We're lucky to be able to record this episode after some of the things Len said. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um. So yeah. So now you. So Steve, you. Look, it's not outside the realm of possibility for us to, to win up there. I would like it, it's it's a big ask, but I could see, I could see it happen. They're a very good team, but we've we've harped on it basically all year that that, that teams are not as good as we as as what their records show. And I know last time we said that it was before Philly, and then we got we got trounced pretty bad by Philly. Um, but I think right now it's it's just so early in the season that like anything can happen. Um, so yeah, I hope your prediction comes true, Steve. I'm gonna stick with my one one. Um, yeah. And then you know we just roll right into another away trip. We're we're, we're going down to uh, <laughs> what did you call it last time, Pat? <laughs> how did, oh, what in Solemn Stadium? Yes. <laughs> well that that was that was atlanta yes yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah we play them on on sunday oh uh, shit wait we're, we're playing <laughs> i thought we were playing orlando <laughs> no, no 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 that's the following that, we yeah. just i mean we just played them as well yeah right right we were going down to the mohammed bin salman stadium yes um that's right um yeah atlanta is uh sadly a soccer team um right. they are currently in ninth place, uh, two wins, five draws, one loss. Uh, their last two games have been <laughs> uh, games finishing 2-2 where they were up 2-0. Um, so the, the last six games, they're undefeated in the last six, but it's been five draws, one win. <laughs> and that one win was against Montreal. Um, they, they are not a good soccer team. They are, um, they're, they are they're, a mediocre soccer team. Right. Uh, um, they will be without their coach on Sunday because he's been suspended due to yellow card accumulation. Just absolutely <laughs> astonishing. I, Gabriel I mean, Hines has gotten enough yellow cards to be suspended for a game. So yeah, I've I've watched. I, I again, I, I I'm an avid watcher of Italian soccer mm-hmm. and have watched recently many teams coached by Gennaro Gattuso, and not once ha- have I seen him. <laughs> miss a game because he was suspended for card accumulation just absolutely fascinating wild Um, just wild shit 
I mean, I, I respect him for it. <laughs> um, I actually, I actually think it's a, even with, you know, the turning tide again, you know, pro Brazil, anti-Argentina, but like, um, I, I there there was a previous incident where he like celebrated a goal too hard and some people took offense to that and I was like no no like let him let him run around like he's Jose Mourinho at Old Trafford um, uh, what's what's the what's the big deal so actually there have been a few things that have have kind of endeared him to me um, I I kind of like him and I kind of hope that he continues managing Atlanta as long as they don't get too good yeah. <laughs> It's just a few results away from him, just like walking, like like in front of like an opposing like fan base, just with like pointing to his ear, just like it's cupping his ear. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, after, after like after like the worst one-one draw imaginable, <laughs> like Yankee Stadium or something. <laughs> like <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> oh man, just being just being trying to be pulled back by by his coaching staff. <laughs> so like, get out of here. What do you? What do you? Would you scream? Kind kind of like the meme that's like the the guy popping champagne and yes. going wild with the celebration, and then the 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 frame zooms out and he's on like the third place podium. Yeah. It would be so, something like that. Very much so. Yes, yes. Uh, I mean, like Atlanta. They, I don't know. Martinez is is still with still with Venezuela, um, so he's he's a non factor. The rest of their lineup is fairly anonymous to say. Like, is, yeah, I can't name a single player that on that team besides uh, Jurgen Dam. Jurgen Dam. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, I mean, no, like the, their their forward last game was Kubo Torres. <laughs> Good lord. Um, yeah. So they really. It's 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 a far cry from the days of like Amaran, LGP, like all those all those things. Uh, they still have Guzan up, a uh, goalkeeper, but you know he's he's always good for like one one goal that just like flies past him and he has pellets on his head for like a good five minutes. <laughs> that is the best thing about them playing on turf is Brad yeah. Guzan's head. That's literally a highlight of of the games when we had to go down there. Like I just hope that we score. a a goal against him and he has to die for it so he doesn't he can't brace his fall and his head just hits the pellets and he just gets up and it's just like just has rocks on his head um just just briefly i think it was really impressive when we played them in actually in the two nil game that i brought up um, you know a while ago that like after the second goal he somehow had a big a big clump of rba turf grass <laughs> real grass of course stuck on his head it's like yeah. like he has he has this 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 incredible talent for just having bits of the ground stuck <laughs> on his head after conceding goals just the ability to gather field material onto his onto his head uh, to cover I can't, from shame. I can't wait till he retires and starts doing local commercials for like a landscaping company <laughs> i'm brad Kazan and i've got turf on the head oh my god <laughs> That'd be wonderful. Trust me, I know a few things about grass and turf. <laughs> oh, so yeah, what are your guys' predictions? I, I, I think we're gonna focus more on trying to get a result in New England. I mean, I, like Struber doesn't know. Like, I mean, he he might, but I I feel like com between the two t games, I'd want to prioritize New England because they're the stronger team. Um, and even if you don't get a result, you'd learn more from it as opposed to Atlanta, which is right now a mediocre team. Um, 
and there's there's not much that you can kind of pull from playing a team like that. I honestly was thinking the opposite, that they were no, going to go no. with a weaker squad on Wednesday because you, they you think... have a better, better chance of getting a result. Yeah, on Sunday. yeah. Um, yeah that, that was my mindset as well. And, and I just feel like the players get up more for the Atlanta games than really anybody else at this point, which is weird. Um, so I, I think we could walk away with three points out of Atlanta. Um, I'm going to be like really out there. I'm going to say we're going to win this game 3-1. Hmm. Or 3-0. I'm going to go 3-0. Damn. I don't I don't think Kubo Torres is scoring against us. <laughs> um, because even if somehow Joseph Martinez is back from Venezuela, that means that Caceres is back as well. So wouldn't we have that's to, okay. Would we have would they have to quarantine or is is that I think they're because they they're vaccinated, they're fine. Mm. But I don't I don't even think they could be back because based on the way that the schedule plays out, I think they would be playing their last game like a day or two before. So yeah. it wouldn't like oh no, yeah. Venezuela's last game is on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like Peru, there's no way they're coming be, back. Yeah. And and since there's only 10 teams in Copa, eight make it through. So as yeah. long as they don't finish last in their group, they're fine. Yeah, they just has they just had a result uh yesterday against Ecuador. I think they got out with the draw. Um, uh, so they're I, still very much in in <laughs> in contention for one of the eight spots out of ten teams. Yeah, what is this like MLS playoffs <laughs> in like 1998? Um I, I will say I'm really excited that uh, Colombia, Venezuela, and Ecuador are all in the same group because, like, it's just so confusing with the flag. Oh, yeah, the, the tricolor tri uh, derbies that have been happening all, all yeah. week. Um, Can't relate. I'm an experienced geo-chatter. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say we can win this game 2-1. I think on the road, I think even if we I'm, – I'm of the belief that we're going to focus on New England um, and we'll have a different lineup come Sunday. We, I, I, that's just what I think. Oh, God, I hope that we – now I hope we focus on New England and then still beat Atlanta like 3 nothing with Tommy Barlow starting up front. Listen, man. I, <laughs> I, <laughs> Barlow, I really feel like Barlow can, can score against Atlanta. Like, come on, Tommy, please um yeah i'm gonna say two one uh and and just uh kind of try to cap off what is a pretty congested 10 days um with the victory would be good going into a, um you know getting ready for orlando who, who just trounced san jose tonight um yeah yeah that's what i feel is gonna happen uh i think i now I feel very confident because I said Fabio's going to score. Now I think I want, I'm not going to say Barlow's going to score. Also, <laughs> I'm not. I'm confident. I'm not that confident. Um, questions? You want to go to question time? Thank you. Um, I guess j- just briefly, I, we yeah. completely uh, do we forget forgot something? about the um, uh, MLS launching uh, the, oh, yeah. this, the the other league. Um, I guess I, it's not going to affect us immensely, but um, yeah possibility that uh rb2 might end up playing in uh yeah in in an mls lower division that is largely made up of two teams and then some like 
I mean, there, uh, yeah, the possibility that it's going to be like two teams and then some like pay to play academies. Um, and, and possibly the Rochester Rhinos owned by Jamie Vardy. Oh God. Yes. <laughs> like, like th- this is, this is the league now that there should be like worldwide interest in. Yeah, exactly. Like um, MLS, you know, we... MLS B teams, some, yeah, some like shitty pay to play academies that milk suburban families for all their worth and the Rochester Rhinos, <laughs> the, Rochester um, Rhinos. The, the ideal soccer league. <laughs> no. Yeah. That was, thank you for mentioning that. Cause uh, it, it is, I guess, something to, think about which is do we see what is the goal for rb2 is it for our younger and academy players to play against tougher um opponents in usl which with teams that are are, are trying to be teams in a league um or do we just go into this essentially it would be a development league uh, with again with all the rb2 teams and, and all the like affiliated teams and then like you said those like pay to play teams um, I do wonder which direction the organization is going to go. I think they'll stay if they have the option to stay in the USL Championship. I think, and I would prefer them to stay there. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't yeah. be shocked if they started another team. You would think they, yeah, like RB three, like like basically move the U twenty threes into that league. Yeah. And, yeah. Okay. You know, that's it. Like that's a, that's, that's a that's an option. Yeah, yeah I mean, m- m- much better for the U twenty threes, I suppose, than to be playing against uh, whichever. I mean, uh, formerly called PDL teams that they yeah they're like they, NPSL now or something like that. It's uh, USL USL League Two. Is that where the U twenty threes is? Is, yeah. is what is what PDL is uh, now called? Okay, I thought, I thought the NPSL was still on it. That's that's where they played. Oh, right, and, and NPSL is like the is is more closely tied to NASL. It's it's like again like indie clubs. Um, okay, yeah, they do play in the league too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I was I was wrong. Um, the first some reason thought the NPSL still existed, or it does, but it's just different right. now. Um, yeah, that's another that's another possibility where we just move just move the U23s from from the USL League Two to to whatever they call this. MLS next league or whatever. MLS next, right? Yeah, I think that's just a placeholder name, but uh, but yeah, yeah. yeah. It'd be interesting. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens because I mean the league launches next year, so we have time to to figure that out. But I do like that option of, of having the U twenty threes go into that league and then just keep the the twos in in, in the championship. Yeah, I would I would like that very much. Um. Now we go questions. Yeah. Question time. Um, thanks for sending questions. Uh, I remind you guys and then you send them in. All right. Um, Tom, Tom asks, uh, how many times have you watched the Fabio goal at time of recording? Um, also watching a Red Bull team break down such a defensive side. Are we making that progress we've seemingly been aching for in that regard? Um, I have watched the Fabio goal at least a dozen times. Yeah, same. Yes. Count, yeah. I, I, I tweeted this out at the time, but every time I watch it, I just think of the, um, like the Fox Sports Brazil, how whenever there's a goal scored, they play what we would all, in the US, we all recognize as the Fox NFL Sunday theme, 
but it's a somber version of it. Oh my um, god! And I, yes, I, 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 I was. I, I just think of that every time. Um, every time I watch the replay. Yes, yes. Oh man! I Still, wanna... the funniest version of that was was um, uh, I don't even remember his first name, but Encham scoring for Celtic away at Lazio in stoppage time um, with with Brazilian commentary. <laughs> oh man! Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I watched that a dozen times, Tom. Um, and watching Red Bull team break down defensive side, are we making that progress? I think, yeah. I, I mean, Nashville is a very, like I said, very tactically sound. Gary Smith, um, I mean, since Nashville's inception has, has kind of put out his team um, to look not like most expansion sides. They, they, they have tactical rhyme and reason. Um, and especially with Zimmerman in the back line and a pretty good defense um, for us to, um, I wouldn't say we, 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 we did have control for most of the game. Um, we didn't generate as many chances as you would think you, you might with having that much control, but we did put, like you said, the, get the, like the foot to the gas pedal in terms of just attacking them to the point where they just had, they, they didn't have options. Yeah, I mean, it, it was really more just sort of wearing them down by controlling the midfield, yeah. um, which is, you know, e equally fine. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, right. I, I certainly think that, like, I mean, we sort of joked about how, yeah, sure, they were, what, the last undefeated team, but yeah. had had drawn five of seven games. So it right, wasn't right. as, I mean, it was, yeah, uh, uh, not as impressive, but, like, I still think it's, 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 you know, it was always going to be a tough, a tough game against a team that was going to sit back a little bit more and play on the counter. Um, and considering the ease with which we controlled the tempo of the game, I think it's pretty safe to say that incredible things are happening in New Jersey. Yeah, for sure. Steve, do you have anything? No. Okay. Thanks for the question, Tom. Uh, Monica from Twitter asks, uh, how do you feel about the Revs logo change? Um, is it the last OG logo standing? And uh, she said she's too lazy to look at all the logos. Please research this for me. Okay, it is, it is the last. It was the last. Well, it still is the last OG logo standing. Um, how do I feel about the logo change? I, I mean, it was going to happen sooner rather than later. I I feel like the people that are like upset about the Crayola flag leaving, it's almost like like a little joke. Because, like, it's not a good crest. <laughs> no. It's not. As much no, as, like, just... people try to, it's, like, people just trying to, like, hold on to, like, like the pass or whatever. Yeah, this is, this is like, a giant game of, like, hot potato. And, like, whichever <laughs> of the original clubs waited the longest to change their crest would now be forced to keep it forever for, like, <laughs> sentimentality of it. Like, yeah. like, you know, if... Chicago never changed their crest. Nobody would give a shit about New England. Or right. DC didn't change theirs. Nobody would care. Right. But like since they're the last ones, like you've got these old heads that are like, but my crayon flag. And it's like, shut up. It's stupid. Like, <laughs> it's a good like, if you want it, just keep like a secondary logo or whatever. But like, yeah, like put it on the back collar or something. Yeah. Like yeah. have a blast. Um I, I mean, the new crest is very much in the like style of like a a city football group jer like crest. 
um it's like almost like a city crest combined with like the rangers crest in terms of like it has like the weird r oh god um, city football group is merging their team with the crafts <laughs> oh that'd be terrible um i, I actually because of because of her question i i went and looked um and i thought because if new england's changing their crest um we would have the oldest crest but dallas's crest is older than ours they uh, switched in 2005 we had the one from 2006 to 2008 when it, the bulls had like the weird like speed lines on them yeah and then we switched to just like the, the, our current crest in 2008 um so we don't have the oldest crest um, so we have the second oldest or i think we have the second oldest i think i, have to, I would have to i gotta double check it again oh god i want that to be i i want <laughs> dallas to like they just change a shade of listen, color in listen, it man, like I, I don't just, put it just, past them just copy the houston texans at this point <laughs> yeah um, like oh my god the the fucking like heads exploding that red bull is uh the oldest, you know, the, the oldest crest and uh we have the best home record and <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh that would be great and i don't put it past the hunts and just being like yeah we're gonna change the crest again um so yeah actually if you really want to be some like all like semantic about it it'd be dallas then la and then because we changed ours in 2008 we'd be the third okay but okay. la would have been 2007 right yeah la was 2007 yeah right yeah right yeah. right right yeah um, um what uh what else did she ask uh i, I mean she, she like the other i do we talk about cruise or columbus's crest when it first came out Didn't i don't think want? we really care no. <laughs> no. all right i think no, they no. deserved it okay never mind that uh, that that ends the discussion thank you monica for the question uh don gato uh asks uh what is the secret and then she, he says um, aside from the logo behind the revs being so high up in the standings and what can struber and company do to cross them um i just think i mean bruce arena is a good good coach and especially at the club level uh when he wants when he has a, a plan in mind for a team he knows how to kind of execute it mold the players that that are on the roster and then bring in players to kind of fit his vision and um you know he just makes it work we saw it with la he had a very successful tenure there um before you know kind of <laughs> throwing away his good name with the national team uh and then going back to new england which is is an, an environment the club environment i think suits him better um he just has this team kind of working on all cylinders looking looking really good I, I, we touched on it briefly and I won't go too long on this, but yeah, like also the fact that the league is not particularly good right now. So yeah, anyone with sort of a cohesive plan um, and a, uh, you know, uh, a well-drilled style of play uh, can compete towards the top of either, either conference right now. Yeah. Uh, so I, I yeah, it, it'll take a little bit of time. But I, I think I think other teams, you know, fingers crossed, including us, um, will will start to lap them just because, uh, or maybe just us. Hopefully, just us, um, because yeah, I mean, I, I think certainly what's going on here is 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 pretty promising. And it's not like he has like the, like it's not like LA where he has like 
the back end of the league to like get rules changed. Yeah. Uh, so he, and he, the crafts aren't as as spendy as as uh, whoever LA owned by at the time. Um, I forgot the the name of the organization, or whatever. Um, how do we how do we crush them? I mean, we just looking at last game compared to this, just just make fewer mistakes. Don't get a red card. Um, play like I I know it's gonna be different because we have a different back line. Um, but it's just watching out for their forwards um, who are, are very significant threats and then just taking advantage of, of mistakes that they make um, can lead to results in our favor. I don't know if we, I don't know if we have the potential to crush them. I just, I think, I, I think we can get out of there uh, with a draw of the, the possibility of a win is in there because it, it's always in there, but I don't know if we can crush a team in, like New England, how they are right now. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I know I predicted a win, but I don't. I, I could see us crushing them at the game at Red Bull Arena just because, yes. like, that's how our games operate. We play like shit there, they play like shit here, and vice, you know, it's just sunrise, sunset. Yeah. Um, but they're, they're, you know, like you said, Bruce Arena knows what he's doing. You know, when, when he has a plan, he has a plan. Um, so, uh, I don't know. I, I, nobody's very good this year. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're, they're the best of this, so. Right, right. All right. Uh, Gato, thank you for the question. Um, that's, that's all the questions we had, unless someone replied to me, which I don't think they did. Um, so, yeah, that does it uh, for us. Um, so for New England, Steve has us getting a win at 2-1. Me and Pat both think it's going to be a 1-1 draw. And then for Atlanta, we, we all think we're going to come out there with a win. That's right. That's right. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, guys, uh, we'll probably uh, – we'll, not probably. We'll record an episode after uh, Atlanta and before our Orlando. Um, so we'll see. We don't week. have a midweek game that week. Sorry. No, right. yes, no. Okay. It's just, it's from right from Atlanta to Orlando the following weekend. Great. Yep. So uh, that does it for us. Uh, we will see you guys next week. Thanks for listening and uh, goodbye. See Bye. You. See you guys.